on today's federal newscast. There looks to be a deal in place to keep the government open. Still, agencies are told to prepare for another possible shutdown. The White House wants some agencies to start investing more in artificial intelligence. And an official investigation is launched to see how much influence three members of President Trump's golf club have at the Veterans Affairs Department. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm your host, Eric White. Congressional negotiators reach an agreement on a deal to prevent another government shutdown. The deal calls for $1.4 billion for new barriers along the U.S.-Mexico border. It also includes increases for new technologies and advanced screening measures at border entry points. More details on the deal will be available later today. Still, the Office of Management and Budget tells agencies to prepare for the possibility of another government shutdown at the end of the week when appropriation funds run out. The American Federation of Government Employees is also telling its members to prepare. President Trump still needs to approve of the deal to avoid another shutdown. Republican Senator Lisa Murkowski says she does not support another shutdown and will start pushing her colleagues not to let one happen on Friday. The Federal Employee Education and Assistance Fund says it helped over 3,000 federal families during the recent government shutdown. FEA is still tallying exactly how many small grants it handed out, but says it got over 100,000 hits to its website in January, up from an average 15,000 in a typical month. The fund says it will reopen its microgrant program if the government shuts down again and federal employees miss another paycheck. President Trump signs an executive order expanding his administration's efforts to foster artificial intelligence research and development in government. The EO does not offer more funding, but directs relevant agencies to set aside R&D funding in their fiscal 2020 budget requests. The Office of Management and Budget must also ask the public to provide comments on ways to improve quality and access to agency data. OMB makes a third award for the Technology Management Fund for IT Modernization. Federal News Network's Jason Miller is here with more. The General Services Administration earns a loan to accelerate the payroll services modernization effort. The Technology Modernization Fund Board announces it has selected GSA's new pay proposal to receive $21.7 million to help agencies adopt commercial technologies. This is the board's first award for a shared services initiative. The TMF board had made earlier loans to five agencies and still has $10.8 million remaining of the initial $100 million Congress allocated in fiscal 2018. I'm Jason Miller. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services and the Office of the National Coordinator for Health IT propose a new rule requiring hospitals and other healthcare facilities to use Open Application Programming Interfaces, or APIs, to make it easier to share electronic health records. CMS says it will promote interoperability through models tested by the CMS Innovation Center. The proposed rule also includes two RFIs. One is around interoperability and health IT adoption. The other is related to the role of patient matching and interoperability and improved patient care. Two agencies take a hard line with makers of food supplements sold online. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. The Food and Drug Administration and the Federal Trade Commission send tough warning letters to a dozen online vendors of products that claim to fix everything from Alzheimer's disease to premature ejaculation. It tells the companies their claims establish the supplements as drugs and violate the Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act. Sellers have until February 20th to reply or face injunctions and product seizures. I'm Tom Temin. 
Lieutenant General Verilyn Jameson is appointed as the Deputy Chief of Staff for Intelligence, Surveillance, Reconnaissance, and Cyber Effects Operations for the Air Force. The position is part of the new branch of the Air Force Headquarters, which combines ISR and cyber to help the Air Force better posture itself for information dominance, especially as the Defense Department turns its sights towards threats like China and Russia. The Army plans to demolish thousands of houses in the near future. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni explains. More than one-third of Army-owned housing is considered inadequate, and the service plans to get rid of that housing by 2026. Army Secretary Mark Esper says he plans to put extra funds in the Army's installation budget to pay for the demolitions. The Army's going through tough times with its housing. Last year, Reuters reported that some privatized housing on Army bases had dangerously high levels of lead-based paint. The Army is currently conducting a review of 40,000 on-base housing units built before 1978 to mitigate the lead issue. I'm Scott Massioni. And the House Veterans Affairs Committee is launching an official investigation into the influence of three members of President Trump's Mar-a-Lago Golf Club on recent personnel and policy decisions at the Veterans Affairs Department. House VA Committee Chairman Mark Takano writes to VA Secretary Robert Wilkie asking for an extensive list of communication, travel, and other documents to get a better sense of the so-called Mar-a-Lago crowd's influence on current, former, and acting VA officials. Takano says it's in the public's interest to understand how these three men with no military Military or government experience are influencing major decisions at the agency. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 